Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is February 21st, 2020. I'm going to talk a little bit about a sex and curse, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, everyone. This is Kat, and I am joined, as always, with my bro and sound producer, Mick G. I'm in love with a queequeg. With a, with a, a what? Queequeg. Queequeg is a character in uh, the white whale. What is that called? Call me Ishmael. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Yeah. Queequeg. Queequeg was also the name of, of Scully's dog in X-Files. <laughs> what was her? She was uh, Starbuck, right? Yeah, her dad called her Starbuck, and then there was that creepy guy who like could channel her dad or whatever. He could, I don't know. He was creepy. I love that show. Oh. We should probably move on. <laughs> Let's talk about X Files. <laughs> Let's talk about. Uh, I liked Crychick a lot. Anyway, so um, yeah, so I opened up with an interesting thing that you won't get to find out about later. Um, but we are gonna go into our first story, which is about um, the 1903 New York police raid on the Ariston Hotel baths. So this was the very first anti-gay police raid on a bathhouse in New York City. It was in 1903. It resulted in 34 arrests, 16 charges of sodomy, and 12 trials out of all of those. And so what had happened was that two undercover officers entered the club at 9.30 p.m. to try and get guys to hit on them and, you know, gather evidence, uh, as that was. Um, And then two others joined them in, you know, plain clothes just kind of to get more evidence. Um, And by 1.45 a.m., they had armed officers arrive inside the club and block all the exits so no one could get out. The um, officers who were in plain clothes there trying to gather evidence um, alleged to have witnessed, witnessed, quote, many instances of oral and anal sex. I, um, they testified to that on the stand. I question it, but, you know, 1903, you can't really find anything that contradicts or or proves it it's just their word i guess um so the um the person who owned the club was also arrested for keeping a disorderly house which i believe falls under the brothel laws um the charges against the men ranged from liquor law violations to disorderly conduct to sodomy um only tw- only But out of the 34 people arrested, only 12 actually went to trial. Um, And there are, of those 12 trials, there are only five transcripts out there. And I understand that it's hard to find things from back in 1903. But even then, that seems kind of sketchy to me. Um, Most of them um, pleaded guilty, pled guilty to kind of lesser charges to try and you know, like, getting arrested for sodomy at the time was definitely not something you wanted to do. So they, they pled down. Um, they shouldn't have had to. But, you know, that's that was 1903. And that's um, still today in some places. So that was just a short little one. 
uh, oh, and mine are kind of short lately. So I'm gonna go into a little segment with Mickey. Hey, everybody. Today I want to talk about one of the all-time greatest bluesmen, Robert Johnson. His career, peaking around 1936 or 37, was shrouded in myth and legend, but the one thing still clear is his music. Even if you don't recognize the name, you've surely heard about the legend of Robert Johnson. Countless movies have shown a man walking down to the crossroads and selling his soul to the devil in exchange for an otherworldly ability to play the guitar. Johnson's song Crossroads is considered to be the origin of this legend, and there are many that still feel he actually did sell his soul to the devil. Uh, one of these being Eric Clapton, who covered the song Crossroads, and Robert Johnson was a huge inspiration for him. To add credence to this, his skills were allegedly acquired in only two years. I've studied guitar in college and have played almost two decades, and I still can't tell how he does it. His playing is so fast and clean that I initially, and many other people have thought this too, thought that there were two guitars playing on this album upon first listen. To bolster his story, Johnson started the infamous 27 Club. This club consists of famous artists who died at the young age of 27. This includes artists such as Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, and Kurt Cobain. Among others, there are plenty of other ones. Um, but to this day, many people see this as the devil returning to claim what was owed. I'm Ryan McGee, and this is a little segment. Yeah, there it is, the gay bomb. Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're... What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I am, like, oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Serious crap. I'm sick so of if so you don't crap. know who that person is, you sweet summer child. That is Alex Jones from uh, InfoWars. I'm not entirely sure his show is still on anywhere. Uh, it was very hard to find this clip. Um, and um, I played that because uh, my sources say that on this date in history, um, a Detroit jury awarded $200,000 to a man who claimed that he was turned gay after a car accident. And I could not find anything that said that. So I decided to uh, compile a short list of uh, people and things who have been turned gay. So, um, like Alex Jones says, the um, bombs in our water, the gay bombs in our water are turning the friggin' frogs gay. Um, so I guess don't, don't drink the chemicals in the water or you may become a gay frog, um, or just gay, you know, water can turn you gay, of course. Um, so, uh, Chris Birch, who is a 26 year old rugby player, was turned gay after a stroke. 
Um, Scott Purdy was attracted to women until he started the painkiller um, Lyrica. He was hurt in a go-kart accident. And, um, and then he started realizing he was gay. And he has, quote, I'd never been interested in men. When I was younger, I was a little curious, but... And so that's like, um, so Lyrica just kind of like let down your inhibitions and kind of just let you be who you are a little bit. And, um, he went off it, um, because he didn't have the pain anymore and he started liking women again. So then he started taking Lyrica again because he, um, it felt, made him feel better about who he was. And, um, and it's so like, like, honey, you don't need, you don't need the Lyrica, you know, isn't you don't need an excuse, but if uh, if you need if you need a crutch right now, that's okay. Just kind of realize you don't always need the crutch. The medicine did not make you gay. You can't take a medicine that makes you gay, and then you stop taking the medicine. You're not gay anymore. It's not. It's not how anything works. Anyway, uh, so Lady Gaga turned Twitter user at. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Gabriz Ronka, G-A-B-R-Y-S-W-R-O-N-K-A. Uh, Lady Gaga turned him gay on April 8th, 2008. And his ex-girlfriend uh, was, you know, called it uh, basically a crock. And then his response was, LOL, ex-girlfriend or something. So um, those are just a few people who have, and animals um, that have been turned gay by various chemicals or strokes or, uh, Lady Gaga. Um, so Lady Gaga can apparently be very dangerous when it turns, when it turns, when it comes to sexuality. Um, so watch out for Lady Gaga if you are not sure if you're gay enough because you will absolutely be 100% gay and it will get rid of bisexuality and all sorts of things because she will make you gay. Uh, I am not that is not true. I am being satirical. And yes, I love you, Lady Gaga. Please do not take me seriously. Um, so um, in searching for that, I have discovered a new uh, segment, which I am going to call book recommendation. And so today we are recommending a book called homosexuality colon dot 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 quote the untold story end quote by luby martin and i found this on uh google books and the whole book isn't out there uh i can buy the ebook for four dollars uh that's four dollars i don't have so you know patreon.com slash queer all your pod um so i would like to read you just a little excerpt from um this person, this Luby Martin. So, with my writing ability, God gave me a unique gift that enable me to decipher things hidden in plain sight. I call this ability, comma, a form of interpretation like that of Bible Daniel, semicolon, when he interpret, quote, the handwriting on the wall, end quote. Nevertheless, this is what I discovered about my birth name, Luby. As you can see, my name has four letters like Luke, semicolon, with the first two letters, parentheses, Lou, the same. And more, more than that, like St. Luke, dot, 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 the capital gospel writer, 
My name, Luby, came from the physician that delivered me at birth. The choice to name me after the doctor that delivered me was suggested by his nurse who assisted him during my birth. So, so this, this guy's mother was so hyped up on twilight sleep and his, his father was so just tired from all, like waiting for labor and all that, that they were just like, what? What do we name him? And they were like, Luby? And they are like, Luby. That sounds good. So, this, so to rationalize that his name is Luby, he decides that he is along the same level as St. Luke. So, I did not realize, after spending 40 years on a diary, semicolon, I compile into a book, comma, that this book on capital homosexuality was the book I was ordained to write. I had to achieve, comma, saint status, in parentheses, Saint Luby, before the writing of this book, capitalized book, was revealed to me. The process in which I reached the, quote, saint status was a big surprise when I got there. Did not realize, by isolating myself from the public, semicolon, with discipline, comma, would cause this to happen. What I have said in a nutshell is that the mission of the church build by my family was to produce an author slash writer like the capitalized church namesake dot 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 St. Luke. That is me dot 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 Luby Martin. And I read, so there is a, there is a, uh, a preface, an introduction, and a, uh, like a explanation, early experience and inspiration for this book. So there are like basically three introductions to this book. And I read the entire early experience and inspiration for this book to Mick G. And I think he choked on like an energy drink probably about four times. The grammar and the, the, the logical jumps and just the... Oh my gosh. So, I mean, like, there's one point where it's like on face space book. And then, like, he he got online. And it's just, it just, it's amazing. And so I can't read the whole book because there's only certain, like, it it takes out the majority of the chapters. So (laughs) I don't want to pay for it, but I want to read this book. And so, patreon.com slash queer all year pod. Um, and from this book, I got led to the, um, Queen James version of the Bible, which seems amazing and is, uh, it seems incredible. It has very bad reviews because it's all from, like, evangelical Christians, so it must be wonderful. And that is a $30 book, which I definitely can't buy, so patreon.com slash queerallyearpod. Um... And so, yeah, I just had to read that. And that's, so that's our book recommendation for the day. Homosexuality, colon, dot, 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 quote, the untold story, end quote, by Luby Martin. So, oh, also, the Queen James Version of the Bible, their tagline is, you can't choose your sexuality, but you can choose Jesus. Now you can choose a Bible, too. That search also led me to the book, I Wish My Kids Had Cancer, colon, A Family Surviving the Autism Epidemic. 
So while I was having lots of fun, I immediately started hating humanity. So um, be careful what you Google. Be careful what books you read. So that was that was basically a new little segment of mine. I'm moving into the our last story, which is the Olympic bomber. 1997, Eric Rudolph, the Olympic Park bomber in Atlantic, Atlantic, Atlanta, Georgia, bombed a lesbian bar called the Other Side Lounge, and he injured five people in that. Um, he was a friggin' lunatic, I think he's still alive, who um, used pipe bombs to target anti-abortion and, and, and well, no, to target pro-abortion and pro-LGBT organizations because he was anti-abortion, anti-LGBT. So he was using pipe bombs. He started bombing at age 29, which is insanity to me because I am 31 and 29 is like, he's such a baby. He's, he's just a baby. Like, think about it till you're 40 and then don't do it, but just just don't do it. So um, he bombed the Olympics or the Central centennial olympic park on july 27th 1996 during the 1996 summer olympics and alice hawthorne was killed in that bombing and 111 were wounded on january 16th 1997 he bombed an abortion clinic in sandy springs georgia which is right outside atlanta um the outside lounge bombing which i uh mentioned in the beginning took place on february 21st 1997 in January 29th, 1998, he bombed an abortion clinic in Birmingham, Alabama, which killed police officer Robert Sanderson. Um, he was first identified as a subject on February 14th, 1998, but he wasn't caught until May 31st, 2003. And he took a deal after the FBI found 250 pounds of dynamite that he had hidden in, like, the forests of North Carolina. I did not even know that North Carolina had forests, but 250 pounds of dynamite. And he hadn't done any bombings that I know of from 1998 to 2003, so why does he have all this dynamite? Was he going to start again? He just... And in the course of this, he ruined a man's life. He ruined the life of one of the security guards at the Olympics because he happened to be at the location of, I think, two of the bombings. And so everyone was like, oh, this guy did it. And it was so long. It was from 1996 to 2003. So it's like they had no, I mean, I guess they eventually had him as the, um, had Rudolph as a suspect in 98, but he wasn't caught into till 2003 so this poor guy's life was just like ruined everyone was like he's the bomber he did it you know it just uh it was just awful if you hear him talk about it today he's like he's he's still salty about it which is totally understandable like the fact that he doesn't like just just smack everyone he sees is just i you know i I am proud of him for doing i would probably just like anytime i walked outside and anyone looked at me i would probably just tackle him uh, um, and the, so Rudolph's whole motivations were, um, you know, anti-abortion, which he called the rotten feast of materialism and self-indulgence. And he wanted to fight the homosexual agenda. So we don't even get to be the gay agenda anymore. We have to be the homosexual agenda, which I guess is 
fine, but I think gay agenda sounds like more fun. Like the homosexual agenda sounds like I actually have to do work. Like go to, you know, my calendar is going to be like, go to the bank, go, you know, do paperwork, taxes or whatever. Where the gay agenda is like, have a good breakfast, go get coffee, make people gay, throw some glitter, uh, lunch, you know, coffee again with friends and uh drag queen story hour that kind of thing but you know eh, whatever you want to do for your gay agenda or your bi agenda or your asexual agenda your queer agenda let's call it the queer agenda that's what i do here why do i do this to myself so that's that's a very very short summary of the olympic bomber who i would really like to do a long patreon bonus episode on and he is now on my list, which is ever-growing. Uh, I'm starting to get some stuff out. Um, so we're going to move on to housekeeping. Like I have subtly mentioned a few times in this episode, um, if you would like to support the show and help me buy books so I can read more about uh homosexuality colon dot 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 the untold story that kind of thing um or the uh the queen james version of the bible which i'd love to read you can go to patreon.com slash queer all your pod at the one dollar level you get awesome bloopers at the five dollar level you get awesome bloopers plus my ridiculous um you know uh bonus episodes which um are sometimes relevant and sometimes just crazy and um if you we're getting we're gonna get physical stuff like stickers and magnets and stuff and so as we get more and more stuff um our higher tiers are gonna have like you know cooler things we're hoping we're like big things are happening um speaking of big things we have um, April 4th, we are going to be in Omaha volunteering with the uh, No Hate campaign photo shoot there. Uh, come out and see us and see um, the whole No Hate photo shoot process, get a photo, get to wear those cool uh, tattoo things and duct tape your mouth and they all turn out really well. Uh, and just, you know, come meet us. Well, maybe we'll hang out at a bar or something. Who knows? Um, and, uh, we will be at the True Crime Podcast Festival in Kansas City. If I get, um, the website up, it, again, if anyone would like to help with the website, I cannot do, I can't do it. I've done them before. I can't do this one. I don't know why. It messes up every time I try. And I don't need to spend, like I said, four hours in the middle of the floor crying every night. So, if anyone would like to help, <laughs> I would appreciate it very much. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at QueerAllYearPod if you would like to help or if you would like to make fun of me for crying for not being able to do a website or for not being able to do a website in general. Uh, you can go out to our Facebook page, Queer All Year, and like us out there. You can go to our group, Queer All Your Fam, and uh, maybe talk with other people about who is able to make WordPress websites and give me some advice, give each other some advice, uh, 
just get together and make fun of me, all that kind of thing. Um, if you could subscribe and rate on the of your choice, that would help us out a lot. Um, it really helps us out if you subscribe or if you subscribe and rate and review on the little Apple Podcast purple app uh, button thing. Um, that's where Apple tends to take their analytics from, apparently, for some reason. Uh, you know, rating other places helps, um, but really it's from the app that Apple cares about for some reason. I don't understand. Everything I own is an Apple product because I am a tool, and I still don't understand how Apple works. So, um, yes, if you could subscribe, rate, and review, we would love you forever. We're going to love you forever anyway, but it would really help us boost up in the ratings, and um, there are several podcasts that I would like to surpass because they tend to not be, they tend to be a little problematic. So help us get past all these people who aren't as good as we are because we are pretty awesome and you know it. So that would be a huge help. You are all awesome in helping us in hopefully helping us get some books that I can read so I can get really great information for all of you. Spreading the word and just creating more of a more of a history base, you know, more people who are able to spread the word in little ripples out and uh, get out the word about how history has always been queer. We've always been here and people need to stop ignoring us and you are a big part of that, which means you are a big part of history. And as always, we love you so much. <laughs>